There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. First, let's begin this hour's e-news with celebrities who will not sign autographs. Yep, there's a bunch of them here. We'll start with William Shatner, the Shat. He will happily sign at conventions where you have to pay, of course, but it's just not practical in public. He says, if I do it for one person, an instant line of 50 forms. Mm. Brian Cranston used to be more accommodating, but in 2018, he said, after 18 years of signing everything for fans, I'm retiring. He did say, though, he'd be willing to pose for selfies. Oh, that's fun. I'd rather yep. have that anyway. Yep. Same. Steve Martin. Said it's not clear. We're not clear what his policy is now, but back in the 80s, Steve used to hand out pre signed cards that said, This certifies that you have had a personal encounter with me and you found me warm, polite, intelligent, and funny. I think that's pretty funny. A few years back, Jonah Hill borrowed that idea by handing out cards that said, I just met Jonah Hill. It was a total letdown. That's funny, too. Ringo Starr retired from signing autographs way back in 2008. Paul McCartney has said he'd rather have a conversation with a fan than sign an autograph or pose for a picture. Hmm. Billie Eilish stopped signing in 2019 because getting crowded by autograph hounds made her uncomfortable. She said, I used to, but I realized all anyone did was sell everything that I signed, so I stopped doing it. And then there's Joaquin Phoenix. A woman once approached him for a photo in a store. He told her no, but he had a chat with her instead. And he said, it was fun. Then she went and bought her tube socks, and I bought my stupid little sweatpants, and that was it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he prefers, too. Yeah, but to the point, like, of them just selling your autograph, I think a lot of those autograph hounds are collectors anyway. And who asked, like, who wants an autograph? What are you going to do with an autograph? I That's the that, thing. Yeah. It ha- Whatever it is. And hang in the dining room? like. Well, it needs to be signed on something cool. Like, remember, Bosom Ball, we used to auction off those autograph guitars. That yeah, was cool. cool. So if you that's have, more than an autograph. That's like a right. piece of memorabilia. So if the autograph is on something other than a napkin. Well, like, My cocktail <laughs> napkin. Like sports footballs are a big thing. Footballs are mm-hmm. cool. You know, when people sign whatever it is they play. or I'd take a Joe Burrow signed football. I also one time bought some Nick Lachey music lyrics. Like he had written like he had written the words and the music to something. And so there was like a music sheet that he signed. And that mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Right. Stuff like movie posters. Like if you had a Top Gun Maverick. 
movie oh, yeah. posters signed by the cast. That'd that would be cool. be cool. That's probably part of the reason why when celebrities are like, I don't want to sign autographs is because let's just say you're walking down the street or you're at a restaurant and boom, you see a celebrity. You're like, oh, I want to get an autograph. And then half of the time talking to this person yeah. is, what do we sign? Oh, sign, oh, I don't know. Uh, sign my shirt. Sign my little boob. Yeah. Sign, you know, and they're like, okay, really? I think it's pretty funny when people will have a celebrity sign somewhere on their body and then they go get it tattooed. That's kind of cool. Right. But a lot of times their autographs don't even look like their name or anything. It's just like a scribble. Like J with a line would be yeah. Jeff, you know? Yeah. You really want that forever on your body? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to sign on a baseball. Have you ever tried? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the you know, ball players yeah. are probably used to it, but it's not the same signature on a baseball that it would be like if I was. You know, signing my credit card statement or something. Yeah. The same with the football because it's got all the little dots. It's bumpy. Yeah. yeah. I like I like the old film actress Greta Garbo who had a habit of refusing autograph requests and just ignoring her fan mail altogether. She's <laughs> <laughs> like one of the biggest stars ever. Yeah, like, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> guess, you, guess you can do that. I guess yeah. you can get away with it. Uh, we should probably take a quick break here. Uh, we, yeah, we got some. Oh, this is. I remember this story. And Kevin Bacon was talking about it and kind of went into detail about how he and his wife, Kira Sedgwick, lost literally everything, like almost all of their money. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Hi, it's Tim. And if you're like me, you want to savor all of the seasons. When you replace your outdated windows with new ones from Universal Windows Direct, they're going to open smoothly to enjoy those summer breezes and lock and close perfectly to keep that cold air in on a hot, humid day. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Windows Direct. The NFL announced over the weekend that it will update its concussion protocol. And then in a troubling sign, they announced it again. <laughs> The U.S. Postal Service announced that it wants to raise stamp prices from 60 to 63 cents. Based on the number of people who still write letters, that could create up to $10 in new revenue. According to a new survey, 26% of Americans believe there should be a minimum age requirement for getting ears pierced. While over in Jersey, there's a Claire's in the maternity ward. I don't know if you heard this story some years ago, back during the uh, the big Bernie Madoff scandal. The guy was a swindler. You know, he was sort of considered like this Ponzi high-profile uh, financial guy. You know, he was he was the rich and powerful's money guy. You know, they would basically entrust him 
with their money. To invest it. To invest it because he was this Wall Street whiz mm-hmm. that was uh, creating millionaires and billionaires. Mm-hmm. He was like the Anna Delvey of the financial world. He really was. <laughs> he was. Tell you the truth. That's funny. And people got sucked in. A lot of rich and some famous people got sucked in, including Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Well, it turns out it was just a Ponzi scheme, and it eventually collapsed. It all came apart. And in a new interview, Kevin admits that they lost most of their money. And it wasn't like they had their investment spread out. And, you know, it wasn't like they diversified. Yeah. It was all, most of their money, most of their fortune was invested with Bernie Madoff. We had most of our money in Madoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's obvious life lessons there. You know, if if something is too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Um, Right, right. Yeah. And when something like that happens, you know, uh, you look at each other and you go, well, that sucks. Yeah, that's a clip from the Smartless podcast. They were asking him about it. Like, can you imagine, you know, all the years that you've worked and all that money you've invested and then you find out. You've been scammed. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, (laughs) let's uh, roll up our sleeves and get to work. You know, Um, we've made it this far. Uh, Our kids are healthy. Yeah. We're healthy. Yeah. You know, let's look at the, you know, what we have that's good. We can still both work. And um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, you get angry and stuff. But I have to say that, you know, that dude... Uh, there were a lot of people who were much worse off than we were. You know, right. old people, people yeah. whose retirement funds were completely, you know, decimated. Yeah. Um, so there's always going to be somebody that's that's going to have it a lot worse than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said, I guess they got some, if not most of the money back, but he. it's interesting the way he put it in perspective because... They thought they had this dollar amount. They thought they were making so much money on the money right. they were investing. You know, so. they were pouring their income into this, thinking yeah. that it was, it just, it kept growing and growing and wouldn't stop. Yeah. And then they find out, not only is that not true, but, oh, he took your principal. Right, right. So I, I guess between, like, restitution and the lawsuit, they were able to get, I guess most of their principal back in, like he pointed out, you know, they're young enough and talented enough where they could still work and make a lot of that back. But some still, people, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's who I think about are the the, the elderly couples who yeah. realize, man, they got nothing. Yeah, that's devastating. That feeling when most of your money is gone. It's kind of like divorce. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was here and now it's hmm. there. What yeah. do you know? Wow. Huh. Well, yeah. Guess I'm just going to keep working. There you go. Yeah. What else you got to do? That's right? why you're still working, right? <laughs> it's Lucky. Not, it's not because you're with us every day and just love your life. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. He's got to <laughs> recoup his losses. He was going to retire at 50. Now he's got to work till he's 75. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs>
Uh, all right. So Top Gun Maverick. Awesome movie. Everybody loved it. No holds barred. Adrenaline fueled thrill ride. That's what they called it. But was it 100% scientifically accurate? Apparently not. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson says Tom Cruise should have died during one particular scene. And that's the exact thought that I had. That there is just no way. Yeah. And this is why that whole theory that he did die and it was all a dream. It was a death dream. The whole movie made sense to me. But mm. this is what... The astrophysicist said, Maverick ejects from a hypersonic plane at Mach 10.5 before it crashed. He survived with no injuries. At that airspeed, his body would splatter like a chainmail glove swatting a worm. Just saying. It that would have like been disintegrate. cool. When Maverick ejected at Mach 10.5, he was going 7,000 miles per hour, giving him 400 million joules of kinetic energy. The explosive power of 100 kilograms of TNT. A situation that human physiology is not designed to survive. So, no, Maverick does not walk away from this. He'd be dead. Very dead. <laughs> and he just walked into that bar he and did. asked for a water. Like, no big deal. But we're not talking about Maverick. We're talking about Tom Cruise. That's and true. that's a completely different story. Totally. It was funny. I saw an interview with Miles Teller. And apparently there was the scene where... One of the, they're sitting in flight class and Tom's teaching and the one guy makes a crack and Miles Teller gets up and they kind of have a little scuffle. Apparently in that little scuffle, he cut his finger. And so he was bleeding and he said he, you know, went off to get a Band-Aid and, and was putting a Band-Aid on his pinky finger. And Tom walked up and he's like, are you OK? Are you going to be able to finish this scene? And Miles is like. Yeah, I'll be able to finish the scene, no problem. And Tom's like, you know, I uh, completed an entire day of filming after running and breaking my leg. <laughs> Jumping across a building, I continue to film for the remainder of the day. That's so funny. Yeah. He's like, yeah. like, got it, buddy. Yeah. He's got a little cut on yeah. his pinky no finger. <laughs> like, no worries, awesome. man. Yep. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see what he does in space. Right? He is somebody I would like to sit down and talk to. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Yeah, like just to kind of be like, what's going on up there? Are you, you know, all present? Are you such a dreamer? Fritz, 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 Fritz. You're Stop glib. being so glib. You're glib. I know. And I'd be like, what's that mean? What's glib mean? Explain. <laughs> If you don't know, you shouldn't be using the word. He would be so smart to talk to, though. I think you would be kind of like be interesting. blown away by him. Yeah. I feel very differently about yeah. him than all three of you. Yeah. Are you not a fan? No. No. What do you think? I think he's brainwashed. <laughs> do you? Oh, I, think I don't. There's a level I don't of that disagree well. with that either. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think that would come across if you had a conversation. Possibly. With him. I think. I also that would too. be like, why are you so intense all the time? I'd be afraid to get roped in though. Why did you work six <laughs> hours with a broken leg, dude? Chill. Go out to lunch. Next thing you know, you're hooked up to a bunch of probes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could go to space for free though if you want. I know. Uh, okay. Tim was last seen in Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> 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 I do enjoy his movies though. Hell yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. 
makes great movies. Uh, and let's talk about Bill Murray here for a moment. Someone else I would give anything for a selfie. You want to? You want a short list of celebrities that I would love a selfie with? Bill Murray is one of them. He's great. Yeah. On the one hand, he seems like a really cool, lovable guy. But on the other hand, you got several actresses who have had issues with him, and that includes Gina Davis. Uh, in her new memoir, Dying of Politeness, Gina says she had a bad experience with Bill when they made the 1989 movie Quick Change. And that's the other thing. A lot of these movies where you hear these women complaining about them were from a million years ago. And I'm not saying his behavior has necessarily changed, but boy, this guy has had a history. Yeah. Because it, well, it was the, who did he get in a fight with? Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, yeah. Lucy Liu. Yeah. They went a couple rounds. Bill Murray did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, she had a lot to say about him. Yeah. But he had no issues with the other ones. Correct. During their first meeting, talking about Gina Davis and Bill Murray, this meeting occurred in a hotel suite. Murray greeted her with a so-called massage device that he insisted on using on her, even though she tried to refuse and during production, he once went to her trailer and screamed at her for being late, then continued yelling as she hurried to the set while everyone watched. Oh, no. Uh, Gina says, the way he behaved at that first meeting, I should have walked out of that or profoundly defended myself, in which case I wouldn't have got the part. Uh, I could have avoided that treatment if I'd known how to react or what to do during the audition, but, you know, I was so non-confrontational that I just didn't. Hmm. Okay. Doesn't say if they're good now or... What year did that movie come out? Because they were in Ghostbusters. 1989. Because they were in Ghostbusters together. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Too. I forgot so, about that, too. So Ghostbusters would have been before that. Before that. that. Ghostbusters. So, right. 1984 was Ghostbusters. Huh. Mm. You would have thought that they would have already had a relationship and. Yeah. You know. Cleared the. Or maybe, out. you know, he maybe he was messing with her and she didn't take it as a joke or. Right. Who knows? All right. So, if you're looking for something really scary to watch because it is that season, apparently Netflix's new horror series. The Midnight Club is where you want to go. I've heard. The debut episode was one for the books. Like, literally. It set the Guinness World Records for the most jump scares in a premiere episode. There were 21. I don't know, man. Is it gory or is it really well done, like suspenseful scary? That's it. Suspense scary. So jump scares are like where all of a sudden something pops out or you're just like, ah! It's, You're constantly, like, in a state of, like, what's going to creep out from somewhere. You might like it, Jeff, because it's yeah. done by the same people that did The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, oh, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. And what's funny is the co-creator of the show, Mike Flanagan, he hates jump scares. He said, I thought we're going to do all of them at once, and then if we do it right, a jump scare will be rendered meaningless for the rest of the series. <laughs> It'll just destroy it, kill it finally until it's dead, but that didn't happen. They were like, great, more scares. Wow. So, yeah, it looks like it's going to be... Pretty intense series. I will not be going anywhere. See, I like to watch that kind of stuff with someone, but my partner is like Jen. He doesn't enjoy being scared at all. No, thank you. I'd have to have like some friends over or something where we could all freak out together. I'm done with the jump scare. I don't like the cut them up scare. The gore. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big blood and guts. Slash them up. Gory. You live without that. Yeah. There was a scene in House of the Dragon the other night. 
didn't chop off all the head. It was just like from the mouth up. So when it fell, the body fell on the ground, you could still see the tongue in the mouth. It <laughs> happens. I can't you know, believe you're watching that. Like, you had to stop what? watching Grey's Anatomy. And now you're watching this? Well, I can't, you know. At least this is know, a medical It's show. fantasy. I know. I, I'm dragons, not worried about somebody how many taking a sword and slicing into? off the top of my head. Like, that doesn't you bother me. Be. Have you But been intestines watching? in the hands could happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anybody can That's fix true. them up, it's Meredith Gregg. An exploding carotid artery could happen. Yes. You know how uh, you know how Grey's Anatomy, every now and then, you know, they would do like a cross episode with they another show. They still do that with um, the, I can't remember. The fire the, show. The fire show. Yeah. The Grey's pink. Anatomy meets House of the Dragon. Oh, Surgery on the dragon tongue. Yeah. Yes. I have a tongue uh, in the ER. I would have loved here. to see what they would have diagnosed the king with. It would have been really fun it's if got the tongue a wacky would have been in the ER and somebody else would have been in the OR. And it was like the journey of how the tongue got from the ER to yes. the OR. Be something. Yes, Meredith. Yes. <laughs> She's got the screen down. She does. Sure. They did just kick off Whew. season Seven hundred and fifty-two feels Grey's like Anatomy. It. Mm-hmm. Just last week. All right. Well, that's your latest e news. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with the fifty-dollar Kroger gift card. Sweetest day is this Saturday. Get all your sweetest day supplies now at Kroger, and yeah, you could uh, you could win it for free. Coming up next. Thanks for listening. To the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.